0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Work in Progress podcast. Man, it's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. So Alan and I thought today we might just take a little bit of time and sort of decompress a little bit with episode two of our water cooler series.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's a series now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is now. (laughs)
1: All right, uh, let's let's, uh, get into it. So, so you, you say it's been a crazy couple weeks. What's what's yeah. been going down in your world? I I, yeah. I feel like I feel like we we skipped actually recording an episode last week, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we yeah. skipped recording an episode. And man, so last week was uh, gosh, am I even getting this right? Was that the inauguration last week? I, I think it was. Holy cow! And then this week. Is uh is meme stocks, right? <laughs> stonks? Yeah. Game stonks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disclaimer, we are not financial advisors and we only talk about stonks for entertainment purposes only.
0: <laughs> I just like the stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind and Our- <laughs> Do you do you ha- do you have your money in
1: the in in the honey pot by chance?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I won't uh, I I won't talk about it on on the show, uh, but you could probably guess just based on my my personality. You could probably guess.
1: <laughs> I think I think you quoted, or rather, you you said something earlier today that your life is a giant meme. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, wow. <laughs>
1: And then you have meme crypto happening right now too from, from the South.
0: (laughs) Yep. It's everything is topsy turvy and uh, (sighs) it's kind of crazy right now. You know, uh, it's kind of just crazy right now being sort of in tech and, and, and seeing a lot of this uh, happen, you know, (laughs) it's to me, it's like, it's like the classic case of, thinking and building out this planning out this really really awesome piece of uh uh, this a piece of software or a project or something and then as soon as you put it in the user's hand they do it some, they do with it completely opposite to what you were expecting They flip it upside down they're they're not using it at all how you intended Uh, it's just funny it
1: it's it's been a wild ride and it's only january (laughs)
0: Of 2021. Holy cow. We're not even in February yet.
1: Is is this like a new a new season of Earth or is 2020 (laughs) carrying over? Like what's what's going on? You know what it feels like?
0: Uh it feels like one of those TV shows where uh because the stakes keep getting higher and higher every season, every season (laughs) just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. Right. Oh, I mean, just so, just just watch. Hold on, hold on to your butts, because by the end of this, like Galactus is going to be coming for for the planet soon. We're going to be. Uh... This
1: is what happens when you uh, have diamond hands and you're going to the moon, right? Yeah. Galactus <laughs> shows up. Yeah. Oh my god. But okay, so so it's 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 kind of crazy. Like you think about trading stocks and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you, you think about how it's like. Something that's incredibly complicated because, you know, I, I can only imagine how much data goes into figuring out where to trade, like what to trade, how much to yeah. trade, and then you get into options and then you get into shorts and all this other stuff. And it's it's wild because you have like apps like Robinhood. I know they, they've got some bad press recently. <laughs> yeah. Um But you have like apps like those that kind of expose this entire world to a whole different audience. Yeah. And, and before this is like a a closely kept secret to those in, in that life.
0: Yeah. You know what I can't get over is that like by modern standards, we understand so much more about how our world works than any other generation prior, you know? (laughs) Uh And that's, that's kind of mind blowing. Like we, we can think to like, you know, any, any generation prior. And like, of course there were geniuses in that, in that time as well. But you think about the lay people, the Mm -hmm. everyday person, you probably didn't have somebody who, you know, had, had relatively accessible access to financial uh, market (laughs) advice. They won't ever claim it's advice, but you know,
1: (laughs) is, is, is this the vision that, that like folks like Larry Page and Steve Jobs envisioned and uh, Bill Gates when they were like, we want to level the playing field. So we're going to invent computers and the internet and Google, right? Like we're, we're bringing all this knowledge to your desk. Yeah. Like is this, (laughs) I think this is the culmination of all of those efforts kind of like actually showing up now. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a ton of downside to it too, but.
0: I think that's the scariest part, right? Like we're finding ourselves in a lot of situations where where financial well just institutions in general, right, whether it be education or financial or health or whatever, these institutions that we've sort of built up with rules that that you know are relatively dated by now, they are not withstanding or they're they're showing their age, they're not able to mm-hmm. withstand the age of information, right.
1: Right. And and what this whole GameStop saga is is starting to reveal is that because of the technology that we can wield in the palm of our hand, it it essentially changes the rules and how yeah, like you said, these institutions are operating. And so I don't
0: is that a good thing? Yeah. Probably like (laughs) it's 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 a question it's a, a question to be asked and to be considered, right? Uh, I don't know if it's a good thing, uh, blanket, right? I don't know if it's a blanket good thing. I think that there are certainly benefits and and certainly downsides. Um, I, you know, I'm watching this show on on Netflix called uh, Diagnosis. Um, really cool show, but it a good it's sort show, of this, by the way. Yeah, I I think it's the very same idea, right? Like, what happens if you open up uh, medical practice, not actually practice, but uh, medical diagnoses? to the entire world you're getting so many points of reference and perspectives and inputs but i just sort of got to an episode where that went completely off the rails and uh and ended up actually being rather harmful too you know if Mm -hmm. not carefully curated right right
1: and uh, (laughs) so with with the whole situation with like uh parlay and and you know Big big tech shutting them down. Yeah, uh, curation then becomes this big political issue of well, who essentially who watches the watchers, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and we it's see. it's it's wild because it's there's there's a very fine line that we have to walk where it's like well, someone needs to regulate these businesses that yeah. essentially control this this avenue, but in order to do that, you give power. Uh, even more power to some other entity in this case it could be government right like it's a very fine fine line and balance between that and i apologize for that that was a amber alert
0: thank you technology (laughs) (laughs) like i i think that that is sort of like the perfect example that that you put forward there you know um one of the things that that us as a society are not prepared to handle is having that much uh, ability to, to sort of project our own viewpoints right mm-hmm. and when it's at that level regardless of how you feel about it you you have to acknowledge the potential damage that can come from that you have to acknowledge the the potential for misuse and abuse that comes mm-hmm. with that level of reaching people and that's that's new that's new for us like we don't know but that's new for the world right that we don't know who should be the watchers there or how yeah. that should even work and and so like honestly i actually don't uh feel i i don't fault these tech giants for you know, for, for the position that they're in, they are, they're caught in a really, really bad situation. Right. Right. They, they enabled all of this. They sort of opened Pandora's box and now people are looking at them get going, Hey, why did you do that? Right. When their purpose was to, you know, sort of expand a lot of this human connectivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, I, how do you win that? <laughs> I don't think you can like it's
1: like I said, it's a, it's a fine balance. And I think at this point it becomes a, we need to hold each other accountable as to how we're using technology. Right. Like I I know we talked kind of a lot about this on another uh, episode uh, about, you know, the ethics of software and everything. So I won't go into it. But like, let's, let's talk about the, like the next evolution. It's, it's been talked about in sci-fi so many times, like what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And where we're starting to barely break the brick ground on it, but like AI, right? Yeah. We know based off of, you know, speculation through science fiction that it could get really ugly.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) But at
1: the same time, there is so much upside to it. Yeah. Like you, you have different renditions of where software like that can go in either direction. You have, the bad case in, like, say, I don't know, iRobot, <laughs> <laughs> Terminator. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know if those thing, are right? the like the, the worst case scenario there. But yeah. you also have the upside where it's like Star Trek, right? You have you right. have computers that can do crazy things, yeah. Uh, but we need to define those bounds and make sure that we don't accidentally uh, trigger some <laughs> chain yeah. of events where we're all enslaved by robots. <laughs>
0: You know, and I think like, at least from my perspective, I think that that's really the only answer. It's not a satisfying answer, but it's the only answer in that when we're faced with sorts of these, uh, these horizons, you know, where all of this is suddenly possible, we have no choice but to face that and to figure out how we're going to make that work. Because it's it really is Pandora's box. Once you've opened it, there is no putting everything back in, you right. know? So you can hate it. You can hate the current system and you can hate the current uh, and you can be dissatisfied and unhappy with how the current system functions. I think that's perfectly valid. However, what you can't do is sort of stick your head in the sand and not try to forge a path forward, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's it's nuts. <sighs> yeah <laughs> everyone just take take a deep collective sigh for the world that we're in right now <laughs> it's, it's not over yet
1: yeah <laughs> we, we still have a pandemic raging <laughs> we one, still, one yeah. whole year later
0: <laughs> i can't believe it like the pandemic of of all the news that i've sort of consumed in the last uh week it's I, I feel like the pandemic is sort of the, the the most boring of those subjects, you know, which is wild, yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, this hey, this hey, global it's... pandemic that's gripping the entire world that has ruined countless lives is is continuing to do so, and yet that's that's boring, right? <laughs> In the face it's... of GameStonks Parlor and and all of this. Just, yeah. <laughs> is it pronounced parlor or is it parlay? Oh, is it parlay?
1: I I don't I have, actually know. I don't use. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I think in in the French language, and someone can correct me, but uh, if if a word
0: ends in er, it's pronounced a. Oh, you I know, I never once considered that it might be French. I
1: don't. Like, cause, cause, it's, it's, I, my, my speculation, because I haven't even touched the app or known anything about it, but like, it's based off the, the, the French word parlay, which is to speak, I think. Oh, I, think. I gotcha. I gotcha. But, yeah, that makes I sense. <laughs> I don't know. It seems it seems a, little, a bit a bit uh, crafty. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, um, hey, vaccines are coming. That's
0: that's a good thing right yeah yeah
1: right there's there's a, supposedly a national plan out now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i I'm, I'm excited for i'm excited for all of those things you know uh particularly with on the theme of this like uh connectedness and and having social media reach and everything like that technology reach in general like i really really wish that a lot of this uh, i could be sort of like talking with people in person about you know yeah, yeah. Over over a couple beers. <laughs> oh, that's the only way to do it. That's yeah. that's really the only way to do it. <laughs> that's yeah. the only way I would survive a conversation like that <laughs> with anyone. Like, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Like, I. So, speaking of you know being back in person with folks, like I I can imagine that there's, I don't know, speaking of stonks, there's going to be a a very large what's the term, bounce back for hospitality once, you know, vaccines start rolling out in mass. So, not financial advice, but <laughs> you might consider it.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I think that that's hilarious. You know, I it just, in general, I'm, I'm going to be so, so excited when that kind of, that 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 lifestyle kind of comes back, you know, mm-hmm. meeting people in person, um talking to people in person, connecting with people in person. I I cannot wait for that. Um as of late, you know, I've been doing a lot more work that's uh I, I, like I'm trying to build a lot of different things and there's a lot of networking that that has to happen. When when you're trying to do that, right? Whether or not, whether it's talking to customers or talking to potential partners or or whatever, all of that, it's really really nice to do that in person. Yeah, yeah. There's there's
1: a lot of human communication that isn't words, right? Yeah. Like vocal words. There's a lot of body language. There's a lot of speaking with your eyes, as yeah. let's say. <laughs> yeah and yeah. we we lose a lot of that nuance uh through zoom and such
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i even if you have little zoom filters hey <laughs> pro tip for all the people using zoom there there are filters in zoom oh no i don't if know you, what you've just unleashed <laughs> if you want to throw your your meetings out the door
0: yeah that's the way go, to do it
1: go find it <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh man yeah i think it's just been um, really really crazy and and for i i think uh i don't know about you but i i've gotten through uh a handful of uh sort of quarterly meetings um quarterly or just you know yearly uh financial meetings and things like that it's it's so strange to to sort of see businesses also kind of planning trying to figure out how they're gonna navigate the space
1: mm-hmm Mm, it's certainly hard um it's gonna be interesting too because a lot of folks are realizing they can do their jobs from home yeah yeah and and there is a benefit to that because i i think a lot of the the tech hubs are located where they are and you know housing costs are crazy where they are because you know, you're kind of forced to come into an office, so people have to live around there. But, you know, how much of these big tech companies are going to go full-time remote, and what does that mean for people? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are are, are we as, as people going to start spreading out? Like, there's plenty of space in the Midwest states that, you know, housing is pretty dang cheap.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Com- comparatively. So yeah. It, it's going to be an interesting... um data point to see you know how how this affects long term
0: i i think um 50 like right now i'm like 50 50 in in terms of like companies i've seen that are like yeah i guess we're gonna fully embrace the idea of remote culture after this and then another the the other half who are like actually this has made us really really uh sort of appreciate the 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 luxuries that we had you know Mm mm-hmm yeah. And so like I I don't exactly know which direction it's going to go. I I'm excited that honestly I'm excited that like we ha- we were able to sort of as a society test this out, you know?
1: <laughs> I want I want
0: to see society test some other things out too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I me too. Me too. Top top of my list four day work week. Just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be nice.
0: Yeah. Or or uh UBI. That's that's where I'm sitting oh oh that's that would be nice too that'd be nice too i you know this this is an aspect that i i sort of i i know that i might not be in technology strictly for all of my future but there's sort of a lot of uh uh, perspectives that i think i'm going to carry forward always like ideas like iterating towards Mm -hmm. a better uh product you know uh, delivering piecemeal, trying to uh, optimize and refactor specific bottle bottlenecks that you're finding. Like these ideas, I feel like apply to so many different problems in in society, in the world. And mm-hmm. you know, I just thinking about it, I'm I'm so incredibly grateful that I actually got this opportunity to to kind of start my career off in technology, because like that's probably going to be core to to my perspective. I
1: mean I mean absolutely. I mean, you think about software, you have systems talking with other systems, systems talking with systems underneath systems, Yeah, systems, <laughs> I think they call them. And, you know, that's kind of how life is, right? Like you have you have different aspects of society operating alongside and uh with each other. So it's it's a lot of systems thinking and I don't think folks, myself included, ever really understood that correlation, right? Like yeah, how how software can be applicable to life, maybe not like directly, but you you can take those skills of uh seeing complex interactions and breaking them down to simple yeah. ones.
0: Yeah, like just to, just with everything that's gone on, like this whole, uh, this whole GameStop, uh, financials situation. To kind of bring it back to that for a bit, like I think without an engineering background, I would look at sort of what's happening, and I would be completely lost. You know, I would be like not not just lost as in not understanding what's going on, but I would be completely lost as to how to solve that. Mm-hmm. You know how do we actually prevent something uh something bad from happening here how do we limit harm to people how do we kind of rebuild our financial institutions such that like you know it's not completely lopsided and it's not controlled by by very few players and it, just different ideas like that i don't think i would ever be able to to kind of face that problem right right but yeah with the engineer Uh, with the engineering background and perspective, I look at that and instead I go, wow, that's a really complicated problem, but I wonder how we could decompose that a bit, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. like what
0: are the elements that led to this? What are some of those that we can tackle? Can we do anything here, there, or, or, you know, wherever else and sort of overall not replace the system entirely wholesale, but, but, at least incrementally get to something better right right it's crazy i'll I'll give you a real use
1: case here uh to try to explain complexities in real life systems and how do we fix them in- incrementally okay. so my my wife she she bless her heart works uh as a mental health therapist with human trafficking victims right so she has a ton of hard cases and what what you know from from what she tells me and from all the research that she's doing that I'm you know getting from the sidelines because if she's watching a documentary I'm I'm right there with her because I love documentaries <laughs> um but like you think about there's an entire movement that's that's calling for the decriminalization of sex work right like that's mm-hmm. that's not saying make it legal just stop punishing the sex workers right and that's, that's only one aspect of the problem, right? What, when you look at it, it's what puts them into that position of needing to resort to, to sex work, right? A lot of cases, it's, it's child abuse over the years that have led to behaviors that resulted in them putting themselves in that situation, right? Um, needing to survive. Mm. And so I just made a... Com- incredibly complicated by saying, well, you know, it starts potentially as child abuse. So now we're bringing in a whole different set of rules and and Mm -hmm. actors into the system, and that makes things incredibly difficult. Um, And then, just to continue (laughs) making the system more complicated, you think about, well, what about the people that are committing these acts of, you know, abuse towards these children? Like, why are they doing it? Right, mm-hmm. like start with the why. Odds are, they themselves were abused at some point in their life, right? Yeah. So now it's like, well, shoot, what do we do about that, right? Because it's 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 a, a a negative feedback loop, right? And so we could try to solve this wholesale, mm-hmm. but think of this as like legacy code. You're already in a system that has a negative yeah. feedback loop. You can't just. <laughs> completely fix it like there's still going to be the bad actors and processes mm-hmm. in place you have to break things down and then realize that one thing's going to affect another thing right? yeah like this is a yeah. real world example of complicated systems yeah. in place right and that that's that's only the surface of it cuz then you have to get into the the economics of why there's exploitation of people right yeah. You're bringing in economics now. You're bringing in money,
0: and then right. you talk
1: about money. You talk about regulations, and so on and so forth.
0: <laughs> I think that that's that's like such a great example of how crazy, complicated our our world can be. But but it's sort of this idea that it's an aggregate of all of these different systems interacting with each other, right? Mm-hmm. That's also cool because. There's, there's a little glimmer of hope in that, And that if you find a very specific problem to solve somewhere in that gigantic mess, there's some pretty good ripple effects that come from that, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I
1: think that's, that's kind of the, the great part about it is like you might not be able to change the entire system. Yeah. But just your effort into trying to fix one part of it you're gonna change someone's life yeah and um, i'm gonna you know question you like is that not worth it
0: yeah yeah i think that's i think that that is is really the, the question we all ask ourselves sort of at some point right like mm-hmm. you know There's this sort of this idea that like, okay, if I'm a software engineer, I should build perfect software, you know, like what's best practice? What, how do I, how do I learn all the things so that I always know what's best to build? But that's not how real life works. Mm -hmm. And instead you have to kind of pay attention to those margins to pay attention to those one or two lives that you can make better. And then over time that compounds to more and more people, to groups of people and eventually, that's where you get to it, right? There's there's so so few people in this world that sort of have the fortune and the means and the 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 sort of capability inherently to affect lo- tons and tons of lives from the get go, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? Like, and it's sort of it, it, honestly, it's sort of a, I think of it as sort of arrogant to assume that you can have that sort of splash on all those people. Right up for, right from the get go. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of work your way up there, you know? Right. And and not obsess about making a splash in everybody, but focus on your one or two people first. Right. Do that. Right. Serve them. And then if you keep on that path, that turns into a lot more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like uh the the great words of uh I think I think it was Peter Parker to uh, Miles Morales in, <laughs> in uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I love uh, that movie. Just, just focus. Uh, I can't even remember the direct quote, but uh, just, just focus on one life. Cause that's, yeah. you know, right now that's the best you can do. Once you've saved that life, go to the next one. Right. Yeah. And repeat, because if you try to spread yourself, self thin and save everyone at once, you might not save anyone.
0: Yep. I love that. I love that, and and I think that that is a a really really important lesson for for any aspiring software engineer or anyone working with code and, and projects and all of that. Like you, you don't have to magically make the entire thing better. Mm-hmm. Most people who come into this industry will at some point or other interact with some pretty legacy stuff, and it's gonna suck. Uh, it always does, right? But You don't have to magically make it not suck overnight. In fact, Mm -hmm. no one has to do that. No one can do that. Mm -hmm. Just focus on the one or two things that you can make nicer, better. And over time, it becomes a different product, right? It becomes a different system.
1: Don't don't shoulder the burden if you don't have to, because you're just going to burn yourself out. And I know everyone listening here has listened to our burnout episode. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So yeah. man yeah So uh you know what have you what have you been doing recently like any <laughs> any new new uh endeavors you've done um you know specifically getting like I'm I'm going to call you out on this but getting into uh, some some creative writing by chance
0: Oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so uh uh 30 day writing challenge um, that's been that's been really really fun uh uh thank you for for getting me onto that um and sort of encouraging me to actually go and do that uh writing has been fun this has been a, a, a weird one for me because i have never really liked writing a lot i, I do like technical writing um documentation <laughs> or or like you know just technical writing about tech Right. But I haven't actually sort of written for uh either fiction or just plain enjoyment since probably since probably they made me do it in high school, I guess. <laughs> it's been a long time. Do 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 you find it helpful
1: when you're doing your your day to day job like to 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 take yourself out of that, that
0: technical mindset? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and not just to take my mind off of the technical stuff, but also sort of the arena that it's in, you Mm -hmm. know, I think like we, we find ourselves um, especially like those who are like hyper-focused. I think we just find ourselves in places, times where we are just in engaged in that, that work engaged in that kind of thinking and it's hard to break free from that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's sort of where you get like absent, absent mindedness and, and sort of like aloof kind of behavior. I, at least that's, that's how people describe me. I, uh, <laughs> when I'm like just constantly thinking about my head is constantly in that space and I just haven't kind of stepped out of it yet. Right. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm, participating in this challenge too for for everyone listening um i so my motivations for for starting it was to help me uh just get away from the technical space right like i was i was starting to get just burnt out in general thinking about computers and tech in general and i needed to do something fun like this was supposed to be a a side project you know like My other side projects were growing some tomatoes and some peppers or, (laughs) or building some mechanical keyboards or I don't know what, what else have I been doing? (laughs) I don't know. Learning how to draw. But I mean, I'm still learning how to draw my stick figures are just less stick or more. They actually look like stick figures now. Um, (laughs) But, but with creative writing, it's just like there really are no bounds to what, you can write like if you're writing a story you can come up with your own characters your own settings Mm -hmm. whatever and something that i can't remember where i read it but something i read was that for for some folks thinking about a problem for too long may not you you might hit a roadblock and in order to come overcome that roadblock you just need to shove it to the side for a moment right yeah yeah and because of the space that we work in you're generally using one side of your brain most of the time yeah and that's it's not the creative writing side the the, the creative part in general and so for me this is this has been an exercise of well i'm gonna shut down my logical side and just focus completely on the the creative side and honestly like I, i feel a lot better these days ever since i started pursuing some more of these creative endeavors and i think my work has been been better for it too like i i don't have any metrics for it
0: but it feels better i uh i i definitely i i resonate with that i feel better uh partially because there's sort of this block of time every day that that sort of ejects me out of everything else you know and and because of that i sort of get to stay a little bit more just overall centered i i guess i would describe it as um and and there's been some really interesting sort of uh exercises that that have come up in in the course of doing this uh, for example like we we did haikus for uh for the weekend i believe yeah 3 days friday yeah.
1: saturday and sunday
0: that was really really interesting i hadn't looked at what a haiku even is since yeah, probably uh, uh, high school, and
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: just kind of refreshing to to try to think about the structure, but also try to think about what you're trying to say and and organize that in the, in just a very different way. In in some cases,
1: I, I think with the haiku exercise, it brought in a little bit more of the logical side, right? Because you then had to start thinking of how how words fit together logically mm-hmm. and uh you know within this specific pattern um and that that probably was incredibly refreshing because you were also exercising your creative side which is i think includes uh well coming up with something to write with first <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know like it, it, it's engaging different parts of your brain that, yeah. that you nor- don't normally get to engage with
0: each other yeah. Uh, overall, like the the writing challenge, it's been really, really fun, and um, and I think honestly, just as general advice for anybody who is really, really intense about their work and has been feeling like you don't have a lot of other hobbies, like if if your day basically looks like if, if you would if I asked you to summarize your day and it goes something like well, I wake up, I go to work, I go home, I eat and I go to sleep. If that's how you describe your your day, I think introducing something really really small like just this writing challenge might be fun, might be mm-hmm. really helpful for you.
1: Yeah. I completely agree. Just shake it up just just a hint.
0: Yeah. And my favorite part about it is is exactly that. Like there there have been a couple of prompts where I've written probably less than I don't know, uh, maybe 200 words or so. I'm mm-hmm. like having a hard time sort of imagining what that looks like. But it's like, yeah, there, there have been ones where I've written very little. And then other ones where I was very surprised I actually wanted to write more mm-hmm. and did. So uh, overall, just a really pleasing kind of activity.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> In case anyone is curious what this writing challenge is, we are totally making it up as we go. So yeah, yeah. The, the idea is once a day, I I will send Min a uh, a a prompt that I'm I just randomly came up with during the day, and then we take it from there. Um, yep. It's it's a good practice in one, forcing me to think about well, you know, what can we write about, but two, forcing me to actually commit to something day in and day out, knowing that someone else is holding me accountable to it right like he men can't do his writing prompt without prompt so i'm kind of put in a position where i need to be on top of this
0: yeah and (laughs) and and i like the uh i i I sort of like the uh open-endedness of that you know where it's like you uh you, you you know that you have to write something and no matter what the prompt is, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like maybe back in, in high school and, and earlier, there was probably like, I probably held it like a bit of, not I guess not shame necessarily, but more of like embarrassment for for my own writing. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a weird thing. Like I, I didn't like when I would write something and somebody had to read it other than the teacher, you know? Right. And I guess I'm still in a similar ish kind of mindset only it feels better now and and it feel and as an adult i feel like i can handle that a little bit better but it's still kind of interesting to cut to recall that feeling that Mm -hmm. recall that feeling of like oh yeah i was like deeply embarrassed about like people reading my stuff and and all of that Mm -hmm. i mean you think about it we're we're not writers and
1: so whatever we write we're probably going to be thinking oh this this isn't great at all right but it's it's also a, a reminder of humility like we're not the best at anything we could always yeah. learn more <laughs> and this is just a, a good practice in in telling yourself that this isn't gonna be a New York Times bestseller but that's right. okay
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, there's so much that um, yeah. you know in software and in life in general that sort of uh, uh, that sort of stares back at you and, and when you're you're wondering whether or not you should do it there's this unspoken expectation that like you should and you should do it well mm-hmm. right and you have to be successful at it I, I think there's something very powerful about introducing an activity to where that's not the case mm-hmm. that I don't have to like this. I don't have to be good at this. I don't have to uh, master this, you know? I'm doing yeah. it for a completely separate reason. And that reason kind of brings value to me in one way, shape, or form. And that's a, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so so I'm I'm slowly, very, very slowly going through, uh, is it Neil Gaiman's uh, masterclass on story writing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one thing he he had mentioned in there was that he had at some point in his attic uh, like hundreds and hundreds of journals of him starting to write something that he didn't actually finish. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to tie that in with an, another thing that, you know, that I learned from one of my uh, uh, mentors from my last company is that as long as you learn something from it, Mm-hmm. then you, whether or not it goes anywhere as long as you learn something from it it's a success yeah and yeah. you know this is this is also a good practice in realizing you know i can write a haiku like mm-hmm. i can recognize the structure and the the syllables and you know it's the small wins that 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 matter right
0: yeah so I guess like we've kind of come around to this idea like it's the small wins it's it's helping helping the small people small number of people right like that's really where you sort of build up this over time you sort of build up yourself right focusing on the small things don't don't over obsess with these pie in the sky grandiose ideas and 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 images you have in your own head of yourself okay just put those aside and focus on just the immediate people the immediate little things
1: and find happiness in that to to quote atomic habits here it's the small successes uh small successes accumulate yeah and and that's
0: what matters yep awesome I think, I think that's-, that's the episode for the yeah. for the day, guys.
1: Uh, check us out on Twitter at underscore whip podcast. Hold hold those stonks. Not financial advice. <laughs> oh,
0: hang in there, everybody. Life is only getting crazier. Uh, hang in there, everybody.
1: We'll get through it together. There we go. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this discussion, episodes are released weekly, so be sure to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also reach us on Twitter at underscore whip podcast. Come say hello and tell us what's on your mind. Until next time, remember, we're all a work in progress.